Welcome to all of the lay people from your centers and welcome to all the monks and novices. This week we are approaching the commemoration of Wisaka Puja that this year falls on the 18th of May 2019 or the Buddhist era 2562. And we know well that this is the day that our Sasada, the Buddha, was born, becoming enlightened and entering Parinibbana on the full moon of the sixth lunar month. The Sama Sambuddha was born as a Bodhisattva on the full moon of Wisaka with his Parami, his spiritual perfections, completely full. And this would allow him to fulfill the aspiration to become enlightened as a Buddha in this very life. But to get to this day, the Buddha needed to build the ten Paramis, such as effort, endurance, sila, metta, wisdom, to the level where he was willing to sacrifice his own bodily organs and even sacrificing his own life for the purpose to become enlightened as a Buddha. Can we see the virtue of great compassion that the Buddha possessed is unlimited and unbounded? We can give a simile to understand this a bit more. Imagine that we are a mother or father and we need to look after our child. And if our child gets sick with some disease which has been untreatable, but there is a person who tells us that there is a medicine for our child on the top of that mountain, and we need to journey to find that medicine, and we must face incredible hardships and dangers. In the forest, there are lots of dangerous animals like tigers and other dangers. But the person who is the parent, they must find a way to get that medicine so that they can treat their child for sure. They must search for that medicine until they can obtain it. This is a simple simile for us to consider. The Buddha saw that all living beings were compared to like his own children. And his children experienced great suffering going around the ongoing cycle of birth and death for such a long time. So much suffering. So the Buddha sacrificed his own happiness that he could have had by becoming enlightened as an Arahant. And the Buddha built his Barami for the benefit of all living beings. So this is why the great virtues of the Buddha are incomparable. We can see that even in the Buddha's life, when he was searching for freedom from all suffering, the Buddha didn't have a comfortable and easy path. To find this path all through his own efforts, he had to torture his body by pressing his tongue on his palate, holding his breath and extreme fasting to the point where he fainted three times. But the Buddha still did not succeed. Then the Buddha took in some food and then sat meditation, watching the in and out breath until his mind entered very firm samadhi. He contemplated into cause and result that dukkha or suffering arose due to causes and conditions. So the Buddha contemplated 
the causes and conditions for suffering to arise and developed the understanding into the causes for suffering to cease. And ultimately, the Buddha became enlightened under the Mahabodhi tree in Bodhgaya on this full moon day. We can see that what the Buddha was enlightened to was suffering, the cause of suffering, the ending of suffering, and the path that can end suffering. And we can give a simple example to illustrate these four noble truths. We can say for a child who is studying in school, they will have the suffering of a child if they did not succeed in their studies. Like if their grades are not enough to pass, then they will have suffering arise in their hearts. The thing that is the cause of failing or suffering is there. Being attached to games too much, not being diligent in reading textbooks, not interested in studying, and too much sensual indulgence. Indulging in things that trick the mind to distract it and pull it away from studying. So the result that arises of this is that they get bad grades and they fail. Suffering arises. This is the truth on the subject of suffering and the causes of that suffering for that child. And to overcome that suffering, as we likely already know, the child has to study till they can get good grades and pass. They need to be someone who has wisdom and they need to build up the causes and conditions for this. That is, by being diligent, competitive, putting effort into studying and having focus on those studies and not indulging in playing games, which in this day and age there is much attachment to. So this is the Four Noble Truths illustrated in a simple way by looking at the truth of a child in their studies about having suffering and not having suffering in the heart. And the Buddha, on the last day of his Parinibbana, then taught us not to be heedless. Why? Because if we are not heedless, we study and learn, then we'll understand the Dhamma like the Buddha. The Buddha has entered Nibbana already, but the path that makes us awakened is still here. If we see the Dhamma, we will see the Buddha. The Buddha still exists here. That is, if we have the wisdom and we contemplate and practice. May you be determined in this. Here, this is giving our practice to puja or homage the Buddha's goodness and to the incomparable love and compassion the Buddha has to us. So may we study Dhamma, these four highest excellent truths, so that we understand it clearly. Then we will have reduced suffering. Our suffering lessens more and more until we can see the truth that all things are anichang, impermanent, dukkang, unsatisfactory, and anatta, non-self. May you all grow in blessings.